I was 23 and I'm um, 25 and dumb, but I was 23 and dumb and didn't really think about my neighbors and they probably have kids who have to go to school the next day. So I go to the bathroom and I get like my monster energy drink and I'm ready to go. I get like a two hour concert to myself in the mirror. Strobe light going, shower going with the smoke. I'm jumping around, I'm having a blast in my mind. I'm on a stage playing My Chemical Romance to like 40,000 people, right? Here's the thing, y'all know what a guitar flip is? It's when you grab the neck of your guitar and flip it around like that and it comes around and you go back to like headbanging to yourself like a fool in the mirror, right? Here's the thing, I get so into this moment, I'm so into this fantasy where I'm a rock star that I flip the guitar in this like four foot by five foot bathroom. Now, that's bad math, right? Because the guitar hits the wall, straight snaps that's like holding it on my body hits the shower curtain, pulls down the bar that always falls on the top, cracks the tub, and breaks the guitar, right? It was really, really loud, right? Really loud. And so I'm sitting on my bed, like like my dad's gonna come spank me because I did something wrong. So I'm like, oh, please, nobody knock on my door. This, and I told myself, if this dude knocks on my door from downstairs, I'm calling the police because I'm not dealing with this guy. And I hear a knock on my door and I was like, oh, sweet Lord, please go away. And I'm sitting there quietly waiting for him to leave. And then I hear like a And I was like, whoa. Okay, so I grab my phone, I have 911 dialed in, I go to the door and I look at the people, and surprise, the police are already here. Um, and they have their guns drawn. So I see two officers standing there like this, outside my door, I open it up and I'm like, ah, ah, hello, okay, hey. Now here's the thing, I am covered in sweat. I am dressed to the nines like a punk rock star. My eyes are bloodshot because I've been drinking Monster Energy for the past two hours. And these cops tell me, we got a call that there was a fight up here. Is everything And I tell them, yes, everything's fine. I'm the only one home. And of course, I look like I've just been fighting. And so they say, can we come in? And I'm like, yes, please. And they come in. And they ask me what the noise was. So, I don't lie to police officers. I walk into my bathroom, I show them the guitar, and I explain to them that I, a 23-year-old grown-up, have been playing a concert to myself in the mirror like a lunatic. He looks at me like an alien just popped out. And he says, okay, please keep it down, and they leave. Now, that story ends for me there, but I guarantee you those guys tell their family members about that. And like, I'm their family of that story for the rest of your lives. Um, so you're probably thinking, those are cool stories, those are funny stories. What, what on earth does this have to do with the topic of do you know him? And this is where I'm shooting it to you straight. Where this talk gets a little difficult and a little unnerving. Um, we're really good at lying to ourselves. In that first scenario, do you know why I lied to my dad? Because every kid wants his dad to be proud of him. Every kid wants their dad to look at them and be like, attaboy. Um, well, some of you might not want to talk to your dad at all because you're in middle school. But that's how I felt. The second story, I've never been good at anything. I made money playing video games for a little while, but in the adult world, that's not worth anything. I was never that good at sports. 
I graduated high school with like a 2.0 because I took advantage of something called the recovery system, which meant I did no work for the entire semester and then three, did three assignments at the end and then passed. Um, I mean, they barely gave me a gown to walk across the stage. Um, that fantasy existed because I wanted to feel worthwhile, because I wanted to feel valued, because it made me feel better about myself. Um, so uh, I'm going to read a scripture to you, uh, Matthew 7, if we can get it up here. Um, it says, On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name uh, and did many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Um, this is the type of scripture that keeps pastors up at night. Because what we see here is, man, like I've been in ministry for a little while, but I've never cast out a demon. And I've certainly never prophesied other than like halfway through the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. My wife was like, the Falcons are going to win. And I was like, no, we're going to win. We'll find a way. We'll find a way to lose. Um, and they do all of these things. They do like amazing things. Like if I were to see someone cast out a demon or prophesy something, I'd be like, surely that guy knows Jesus. But then he tells them, I never knew you. Depart from me. And when I ask you, are you sure? We sing worship songs, which is awesome. And we go to Christian schools, which is awesome. And we're in Christian families, which is awesome. But are you sure? Are you sure you're not like me and thought you knew him? So much so you wanted to be a pastor, but you didn't. And I told that first story because maybe we lie to ourselves for the approval of others. Maybe you think, what would my parents say if I wasn't a Christian? Could I even come on this retreat if I said I wasn't a Christian? What would my friends think if I told them I didn't believe any of this? Maybe the, the second point, maybe you're like, man, this gives me a set of rules that I can follow and be better than others. Maybe this makes me feel better about myself. Um, so my question for you tonight is, is your faith real? Or is it a fantasy? Or a lie? Um, there's three types of people in this room right now. There are those of you that don't know Jesus at all, and you wouldn't claim to. Um, and that's fine, and I'll have some stuff to say on that later. Um, but that's okay. And then there's those of you in here that know Jesus and know you know Jesus. And that's awesome. But here's my fear. My fear is that there's people in here who think they know Jesus and they don't. And there's no more dangerous place you can be than to think you're safe when you're not. And more so than that, more so than the you think you're going to heaven, but you might not. But you have a faith that is missing all of the love and the joy and the beauty of the gospel that is boiled down to a set of rules that you follow. Um, as I say this, some of you might think, yeah, those two lies and fantasies you talked about, those make sense. Maybe some of you are like, I don't know if I know him. And so tonight, when you go back to your rooms, I want you to think about this. I want you to talk to your leaders about this. Do you know him? Um, why do you think that you know him? And here's the thing. like, We have this like super encouraging beginning, and then Debbie Downer comes up here and is like, are you sure? You know? Um, and like I said, I don't want this to scare you. But I want it to make you think. Um, and I want this to be a conversation starter. Because, man, if you know him, this is a joyful thing to be like, yeah, I do. And tomorrow we're going to talk about um, what Jesus said following. Everyone okay? 
Tomorrow, we're going to talk about, I mean, tomorrow's going to be a much happier talk, I promise. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about um, the defining characteristic of a disciple of Christ. What The Bible is full of rules, man. But it's more than a rule book. And amidst all of the rules, there's one thing that Jesus says defines his followers. And if you miss that one thing, Scripture says you miss everything. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Um, but tonight, I mean, don't let this keep you up. Don't let this. Uh, actually, no. Your leaders would love to stay up and talk to you about this. Um, but think about this tonight. Ask yourself, do I know him? Am I here because there's an experience I want to have? Or am I here to meet the Lord because I know him and because I'm his friend? Um, truthfully, that's all I have tonight. This talk is not as long as it was supposed to be. Y'all have had a super, super long bus ride and you're ready to get to the park tomorrow. And I know that. Um, so I'm going to pray and we're going to be done. I look forward to hanging out with y'all at the park tomorrow. Um, you can catch me around the Hulk riding it seven times, throwing up, and then riding it again. Um, so I'm going to pray, and we're going to let y'all get out of here and keep your leaders up and all that good stuff. Um, Father, thank you for your word. Um, and thank you that you don't leave us in darkness and that there are answers to these questions of whether or not we know you and you don't leave us wondering. Um, God, I pray for safety this weekend um, as we ride these roller coasters and have a blast. I pray that you protect us from illness. Um, I pray that you facilitate good conversation in these groups um, and that you would meet these guys where they are this week. Um, make yourself known to them. Amen. Amen.